Hello, Scaredy Cats. Welcome to another week of Fright at Scaredy Cat Podcast with your host, the ultimate Scaredy Cat, Kate. Join me for a weekly countdown of the scariest moments in horror cinema and real-life horror associated with films. If you enjoy a good scare, you're definitely at the right place. New episodes are released each Friday, so make sure you stay tuned. I would love to hear your opinions regarding this episode, so feel free to let me know on Instagram at scaredycatpodcast. You may also suggest a Scaredy Cat podcast to your friends who have serious affinity with horror cinema. My second feature film for Romance Gone Wrong Month is How May Call It Terrace, Orphan. Before we proceed with the list, let's have a little background about the film. Orphan is directed by Hame Kalatera and it was released in July 2009. Orphan is about a couple whose relationship has gone downhill and they adopted a daughter to help them start over. However, they found out that this sweet girl isn't who she pretends to be. What I love about this film is that first, it builds tension in almost every scene. I know this film has mm, low critic and audience score on Rotten Tomatoes, but I find this movie thrilling and has had me at the edge of my seat the whole time. And I'm glad, but I'm glad that it got 7 out of 10 on IMDb and it also gained 3.2 out of 5 on Letterboxd, which I wish could have been higher though, but that's just my personal opinion. Next thing I love about Orphan is my girl crush, Vera Farmiga, who plays Kate. In the opening scene, right after the title card, where the camera zooms out and we see Vera Farmiga's face, I was like, Yay, Vera Farmiga! I love her on the Conjuring franchise and Base Motel as well. Lastly, I love this film because of the comedic lines they add to it. But you kind of feel guilty laughing about it because they added it on scenes that are dark. But I love them though. I can say that Orphan 2009 is on my top 10 favorite horror films yet. I would just like to add though, I can't think of anything that I hated in the film itself. But I really hated some of the characters. Like, uh, it, it, they're not badly written. It's just, I don't like them like personally. For example, the psychiatrist and Kate's husband, John, who also, um, where the actor who plays John was also on Skeleton Key. And he's annoying as well. I'm glad to see familiar faces from horror films, but their characters in this film are so annoying. First, the psychiatrist like comes to a conclusion right away that Kate um, still has a drinking problem, even though she was existing that insisting that like she's not drinking anymore. And plus, uh, the psychiatrist wasn't able to determine that there was something wrong with Esther. Although with John, I understand where he's coming from since. Uh, Kit has an unpleasant past. But what I hated about him is his dismissive attitude towards Kit. For example, the one where Kit confronted him about the mom who was flirting with him at school and then he kept it a secret. He then switches the blame to Kit, dismissing the real issue about um, his cheating, cheating past and then about the mom. Anyway, there were a lot of scary moments in this film, so I had a hard time creating this list. But let's get down to it. Here are my top picks for the top 5 scariest moments from How Me Call the Terrace Orphan. Number 5. 
I will cut this off before you figure out what it's used for. This marks the 59 minute and 37 seconds of the film where Esther points a box cutter on Daniel's throat and moves it down to his crotch area, threatening him that if he tells anyone about what he saw outside the tree house, uh, being Esther and Max where they hid um, Sister Abigail and the tools they used to kill her. But Daniel didn't see it though. But uh, Esther threatens Daniel that she'll cut off his quote hairless little prick before you even figure out what it's for end quote i've said this earlier where there were um some comedic lines that you kind of feel guilty laughing about but yeah they're good and this is one of those i tried to put myself in daniel's shoes and thought of uh what i could have done at the moment as a kid of course uh i'll be too scared to tell my parents because uh they may they might not believe me but uh i don't think although in my opinion though kate was already suspecting something about uh, something like something unpleasant about esther and you may think that kate is being hysterical based on how john treats her but she's actually not because if i were her uh I would have driven my kids as far as possible um, and then like make them speak up like if they knew anything about Esther I wouldn't care about what my husband would tell me it's like I'm not putting my children's lives in danger and at that scene where Kate asked Daniel and Max about Esther they didn't say anything about it but obviously they were scared based on their facial expressions as a mother, I think you would know though, right? I think you would have an instinct. I could have told them that they don't have to be afraid to speak up and that I'll make sure they're safe. <clears throat> Sorry. Well, movies, what can I say? Number four, congratulations, it's a girl. This marks the two minute and 42 seconds of the film where Kate was in a delivery room. And prior to that scene though, we see her in a wheelchair bleeding. I love the overhead shot in this scene though, where while Kate's being uh, pushed on a wheelchair, we see the blood smudging on the white floor. Now back to the delivery room scene, we see the doctor telling Kate that her baby's dead and she denies it, insisting that she still feels the baby moving. When we see the nurses or midwives getting this uh, big metallic metallic instrument uh, which are used to take which is used to take out the baby from her in a brutal way i'm not sure what those instruments are though they i don't like it well while kate is agonizing in pain we see john filming her as well then the doctor shows her the baby crying and covered with so much blood kate screams and wakes up from this nightmare as a woman who hasn't had a baby yet, I can only imagine how painful it is to deliver a baby. It's not exactly like the one in the delivery room scene, but uh, I still feel uncomfortable thinking about it. Number three, Esther, don't you hurt her. This marks the one hour, 50 minute and 40, 40, 14 seconds of the film 
where Max was trying to hide from Esther in the indoor garden. I'm not sure what's that called. I just uh, wrote indoor garden. She accidentally bumps on the pot and it broke. Um, causing that to uh, get Esther's attention. Um, but because Esther took Max's hearing aid, she wasn't able to hear that. The, to hear that. Kate, on the other hand, is on the glass roof above the intergarden, and she sees Esther with a gun, finding who caused the commotion. Like who caused that? No, not commotion. That that noise. Kate sees Max hiding by the plants, and she tells her to stay there and hide. I was teary in this scene because Max was so innocent and warm-hearted, and she doesn't deserve to die. Esther sees Kate on the roof, then shoots her, but misses. Kate yells at her, telling her not to hurt Max, but Esther continues to find Max. It is terribly scary for Kate. Or for every mother to see their um, children in danger. You can see Kate panicking this time because she's not just saving herself, she's saving her baby girl. Luckily, she breaks the glass with a rock and falls on top of Esther, causing her to become unconscious. Max wakes her mother up and they both went out leaving Esther lying on the floor. I'm glad Max wasn't hurt, but I was holding my breath the whole time in that scene. Mm. Number two, there's something wrong with Esther. This marks the 55 minutes 17 seconds of the film, where Sister Abigail from the orphanage where Esther comes from visits the Coleman to tell them that there's something wrong with Esther. For fear of Sister Abigail taking her back, Esther plots to kill her and uses Max as an accomplice. While Sister Abigail was driving from the Coleman's residence, Esther instructed Max to block the road and wave her hands to stop the car. She then pushes her on the road, causing her to fall, and it and she was almost hit by Sister Abigail's car. Um, I have a theory that maybe Esther's first plan was uh to have Max get injured or killed by Sister Abigail. This way, the attention would shift from her to um, to her two victims, Sister Abigail and Max. Fortunately, Sister was able to hit the brakes on time. Sister Abigail gets out of the car to approach poor Max, who was crying. Esther then hits Sister Abigail's head with a hammer which causes her to be um, half unconscious. Esther asks Max to help her drag sister Abigail's body out of the road. I feel really bad for uh, Max because it's like um, she's she's still so young and she's made um, like technically technically she's like an accomplice to a crime, right? his head for her but when esther realizes that sister abigail was still alive she smacks her head with a hammer yet again multiple times crashing her skull i find this the most brutal scene in the film there's actually something about 
bashing people in the head for Esther though. Aside from Sister Abigail, this happened to the pigeon earlier in the movie that Daniel shot. And it almost happened to Daniel. Good thing Max was there to save him. Before we proceed with my number one pick, there are some scary scenes that I'd also like to mention, such as when Daniel was almost killed in the hospital. Then, when Esther pushed her bully of a classmate from the slide, causing her to break break her leg. And also, when John finds the paintings where you can only see with a black light. That was perhaps an iconic scene, though. Um, I can't think of another horror film that uses this as a concept. I'm not sure. Plus, that black light effect effect was also used on the title card and um, the letters on the end credits. Now back to our list. Number one, the little girl isn't really a little girl. This marks the one hour 39 minute and 16 seconds of the film where Dr. Varava called Kate from the Saarni Institute revealing that Esther's name real name is Lena Klammer and she's already 33 years old and Lena aka Esther uses her uh, hormonal disorder to pretend to be a child and have her victims adopt her she then seduces the men and when they reject her she kills the entire family for some they saw this big reveal coming about Esther being a grown woman but I didn't realize that the first time I watched it I was still a teen back then and I wasn't very uh, critical of horror films yet but now as an adult uh, I watch the film in Kate's POV and I still feel surprised on her behalf every time yeah well that ends our list for the top 5 scariest moments from How May Call It Sarah's Orphan. What do you think about this film? Feel free to let me know on Instagram at Podcast. You may also suggest the Cat Podcast to your friends who have serious affinity with horror cinema. Stay tuned for next week's list where we will count down the scariest moments in Takashi Shimizu's American remake of The Grudge. Thank you for joining me this week on Scaredy Cat Podcast, where we celebrate a love for horror movies. This has been your host, Kay. Good night, and I'll see you in your nightmares.